Hello there and welcome to Impact Podcast. Matthew chapter 4 verse 4 declares the man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. This podcast exists to build lives and empower destinies through the breaking of the bread of the word of God through the very many insightful and impactful teachings that will be featured on the podcast. Our aim is to see lives built and destinies impacted to the end that kingdom come. We're glad that you're here. I pray that you'll be blessed by today's teaching and every other episode that we will be featured while you're here. Please do well to subscribe, like, share, and make sure that you do not just benefit alone, but also have other people benefit from what you'll be hearing today. And now to today's episode. Sit back and relax and enjoy what we have for you today. God bless you. Hello there and welcome to today's episode of Impact Podcast. My name is Pastor George and as you know, it's always a delight to break the bread of God's word with you. So I thank you for finding time to listen to today's episode and I pray that this will bless your life in the name of Jesus. I also want to say welcome to a new month. Today happens to be the 1st of August. August being the 8th month of the year. Wow, time really flies. But I believe and I know uh, that thus it's going to be a great month for you. It's definitely going to be for you and your family a great month. So, uh, welcome and may the Lord bless you and release all that he has for you and your family upon you even as you have entered eight months of the year. Today we're going to be talking about what I've entitled the fruitful bow. The fruitful bow, some call pronounce it as the fruitful bow, simply means a branch of a tree. All right, so the fruitful branch, if you will. And, and we're going to read from John chapter 15, verse 16. John 15 verse 6, this is a continuation of a discussion or uh, a, a discourse that started in, in verse 1. But we're going to go down to chapter 16 of the book of John 15 of chapter, we're going to go to verse 16, sorry, of chapter 15 of John. Here's what it reads, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. Hear this again. That whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. Let me read it again. You have not, or ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. Not only did I choose you, not only did I chose you, I also ordained you. For what? That you should go and do what? Bring forth, bring forth, bring forth, bring forth fruit. Then he adds an interesting angle that your fruit should remain. Not only that, but that whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, uh, that he, the Father, may give it to you. The fruitful bowl, the fruitful branch. Now you remember in the beginning of John chapter 15 in verse 1, Jesus began speaking here, began by saying, I am the true vine and my father is the husband man. 
I am the true vine, and my father is a husbandman. Verse 2 says, Every branch in me that beareth not forth, he taketh away. But every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth or prunes it, that it may bring forth even more fruit. Now, it goes on in verse 5 and begins to say, I am the vine. And ye are, you, you and I are the branches. I, Jesus says, talking about himself, I am the vine. And ye, which means you and I, are the boughs. We are the branches. Okay. He that abided in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. We, we've talked about this before, I think about three or, or two or three episodes uh, before now. So you might as well, while you were here already, look for that episode and listen to it about abiding with God. Now, there are a few things that I want to pull out from this, this portion and chapter in verse 16 where we read. First of all, you must understand that uh, number one thing that I want to talk about is that you have been chosen. You have been chosen, and it's interesting you know who chose who chose you. You were chosen by Christ Himself. Now it means that uh, uh, that immediately tells me that He had a choice to make. He had a choice to make, and therefore, in exercising His choice, He chose me. It means also that He could have chosen anybody else because he had a choice to make and when you have a choice to make it's up to you what you do with your choice or how you exercise your choice it also basically means that that there are other options that there are other things that otherwise it would not be a choice if it's just one thing that you have to choose from you really don't have anything to choose from because if it's just one thing available that's all you have you either take it the choice will be whether you want to take it or leave it but if you're supposed to be selecting or making a choice uh, uh, in the midst of other things, that's really when your love comes. Because the proof of love, uh, of choice, really choice is validated uh, by, by love. And love validates choice. And, 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 if there are, and this can only be seen clearly if there are other options. So when I therefore say that in the midst of all that is available to me or for me to choose from and I decided to choose you, that tells you that I care about you so much that I want you on my side, that I love you, that I see something in you. If there was just one lady available on the whole earth for a man to marry and he comes to us and say, you know what, I, I decided to choose you. No, you didn't choose me because there's just one person and you really have to get one and there's only one available. So if there were others, we would know if there are other people available or other things available and you decide to come for me that's when really your choice uh, is a proof of your love right now you can tell me anything if it's just me now god says jesus says i could have chosen any other but i chose you specifically he personalized me and he said you did not choose me this is not something you did. You didn't have the power to choose me. I chose you. Mm. 
I choose you, and 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 that he says uh, you are legally mine. Or I want to remind you that you are not here by accident. Uh, you are you are not here illegally. You are not an impostor. He chose you. That's the first thing you must understand. Secondly, it says, and ordained you, and ordained you, and ordained you. Not only did I choose you, or chose you, but I also ordained you. To be fruitful, to be ordained means to legitimize an operation. That your operation, that which you are here to do, because I chose you, you are a product of my choice. Hence, you are legitimately authorized to function. To ordain means to legitimize, to, to represent. I legally set you here. When God ordains you, hear me closely, no power should question the legality of your existence or even your operation because you've been ordained by a higher authority. Let me say that again. When God ordains you, dear friends, no power can or should question the legality of either your existence or your oppression. No power sustains enough power in itself outside of God to question the legality of your existence or even operation if you have been chosen by God. Why is that so? Because you've been ordained by a higher authority. The only authority that would have questioned that would have been a higher authority, which there is none. And therefore, you are not only chosen but you have been ordained. Uh, <laughs> let me read the, 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 the same scripture in the Amplified, and I'll come back and give you number three. Amplified puts it this way. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and have appointed you. I have planted you that you might go and bear fruit and keep on bearing, and that your fruit may be lasting, that it may remain abide, so that whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, presenting all that I am, he may give it to you. Mm. You've been chosen and planted here by God, ordained by God. Your oppression has been legitimized if it represents its purpose. Number three thing that I want to, the top thing that I want to pull out here is that of fruitfulness. You've been chosen and ordained to be fruitful. You've been chosen, ordained to be fruitful. He says, go and bring forth fruit. Go, go and action word, go, a verb, go, go and bring. I'm not saying go and remain fruitless. I am not saying go and stay without result. I am saying go and bring forth fruit. Go into every sphere that he places you. Go into every world, every circle of influence, in every assignment he gives you as it represents his purpose. Hear me closely. As it represents his purpose and because you are his ambassadors. 
I am sending you there. You are there on my behalf. You are here on earth on my behalf. I have sent you as a representative, as an ambassador, and I have ordained you. I've legally empowered you equipped you, ordained you. I have set you aside and separated you, appointed you to go into your world, into your sphere, into your family, into all in the assignment that I have given you as, that's the caveat, it represents my purpose and bear fruit. In other words, if you are about the purpose of God, it is illegal. It is not just for you. Um, it is not justifiable if you are fruitless. Yes, because if it represents his purpose, uh, yeah, there is a legal backing for you to be fruitful. Because you are his ambassador. You are sent by him and for his glory. You and I have been sent by him in your world, in your field, in your academy, wherever setting God places you. If you're a man or woman that is there to represent his purpose as his ambassadors, then you have no, you have got to bear fruit. In fact, not in your power, you must understand, but he ordained you. He's given you the back and if anybody questioned your fruitfulness or why you're bearing such fruit or why you're having such results, you look at them and say, because I've been chosen. I am not here on my own accord. I've been empowered to be here. I've been ordained to be here. I've been placed to be here by a higher authority. So me bearing fruit is not in my own strength or my own power. It's not because I choose to, but the one who has chosen me has empowered me. The one who chose you, who chose me, empowered me to bear fruit. And I have been legitimized. This fruit is ordained. It's, it's legally backed up by the integrity of God, by the power of the Most High, the highest of all authorities. And therefore, Satan, you cannot question my fruitfulness. <laughs> and I refuse to be fruitless because I have been ordained by God, legally backed up by the authority and the integrity of God's word. And Matthew chapter 5 verse 16. Matthew 5 verse 16 says, Let your light so shine amongst men or before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Let your light, let your light is important that your light shines before men. And as it shines before men, let that light cause men to glorify your Father in heaven. If what you do is to the glory of God, in other words, God wants to take glory in what you do. If what you are about does not bring glory to God, then it really should, has no basis of being fruitful. And the basis of it being fruitful is that it glorifies God, that God wants to take glory in it. Let your light, he says, so shine before men in your world, in your cycle, in your circle of influence, in the place he places you, in the assignment he gives you, that they will see your good work. And know that this fruit is not something that this man commands, a woman commands, or his own accord. There is a higher authority that they will recognize the hand of God 
upon you that as they look at you and look at your success and look at the fruitfulness and look at how you do what is called you to do, they will recognize that, that there is a power, there is a higher power back in you, there is a hand of God upon you, especially and most especially, and it really has to be as it represents his purposes. Then he claims the responsibility or he takes responsibility for causing it to be fruitful. Fourth thing that I, so first you must understand that you are chosen by God. Secondly, you've been ordained by God. Thirdly, you've been ordained to go and bear fruit. Be fruitful, he says. And fourthly, that your fruit should remain they go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. That your fruit should remain. That your fruit should remain. What does that mean? Lasting fruit, he says. Uh, lasting results, that means. Uh, lasting success. Lasting fruit. Lasting result and lasting success. Lasting fruit, lasting result, and lasting success. That is one that will endure through every phase and seasons and stages of life. Lasting fruit, lasting result, and lasting success. One that will endure. One that will remain through every phase and season and stages of life. One that will weather the storms of life and still stand. One that will remain through every phase and stage and, and seasons of life. One that will weather the storms of life and still stand. Lasting fruit. That your fruit should remain. Fifthly, the number five thing that I want to pick up, it's answers to prayers. First, I have chosen you, I have ordained you, and I have ordained you to go and be fruitful. And fourthly, that that fruit which you bring in my name should remain, should last, should be, uh, should be perpetuated. Right, and number five, that you receive answers to prayers, prayers that are made in his name. Now, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, that he may give it to you. Prayers made in his name. What is this name? This name is not just the name Jesus, really, just habitually calling the name, it is prayers representing his purpose that are captured in who he is. I am that I am. Whatsoever you ask, as long as it represents his purpose and meant to see kingdom come. Whatsoever you ask the Father, as long as it represents his purposes and is meant to see kingdom come. His kingdom, not my kingdom, his kingdom. The Bible says if that is the case for you, therefore the Father, his Father, is committed to making that prayer reality, a manifestation in your life. If it represents its purpose and if it is meant to see kingdom come, the Father is committed. Whatsoever you ask in the Father in my name, my name is a purpose, my name is a cause, my name, it's, it's, it's the kingdom if it's for his kingdom to come, 
the Father is committed to seeing that to pass. And I want to let you know today that, listen, as you go about your day-to-day -day activities and this week, especially in this first day of the month of August, which is the eighth month of the year, I want you to remember and let this resonate with you. Let this dwell in your mind. Let these take hold in your heart that you have been, number one, chosen by God. You are not here by yourself. You are not an imposter. You are not here illegally. You have right and legal ground to be here. You have been ordained by God. Secondly, in other words, your operation according to his will, if it is to represent its purpose, has been legitimized by God, the higher authority, because you are here as an ambassador. Go and bear fruit. Number three, that you are meant to be fruitful. You are meant to be fruitful. Go into your sphere, into your place of job, a place of endeavor, a place of study, whatever God has given you to do as an assignment. Make sure it represents his purpose. Make sure you are after his purpose. Make sure you are after seeing kingdom come. Make sure you are representing the ambassador. Represent a country, represent a nation. The ambassador is not in a country on his own, by his own call, on his own call, doing his own thing. He's always there to represent the purposes or the interest of the nation that sent him or which he represented. You and I represent heaven. We represent God. We represent Jesus here on earth and he backs us. We are diplomats of heaven backed up by the authority and the integrity of God. And therefore, we will bear fruit. Number four, that this fruit should remain, that you will have even in this mountain and the rest of this year and the rest of your life, uh, lasting fruit, uh, lasting result, uh, lasting successes. One that will endure through every stage and phase and season of life. Uh, one will weather the storm and still stand uh, and may you, number five, receive answers uh, to your prayer as you pray in the name of Jesus. As your prayer lines up uh, with the mind of God. As your prayer lines up uh, with the plan and the purposes of God. With his word. As your prayer lines up with his will for your life and for humanity. The Father is committed to bring answers to your life. Uh, and this eighth month of the year, I stand uh, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Uh, to welcome you into August and welcome you and your family <clears throat> into the eighth month of the year. And eight being what it is, spiritually speaking, I decree and declare <clears throat> that this will be for you the month of new beginnings. Eight means new beginning, a new season, a new season in Christ, a regenerated life in Christ, a resurrected life in Christ. Eight signifies new beginning, and I stand by the power in the name of Jesus and by the authority in the blood of the Lamb. I declare and decree over you, this month shall be for you a month of new beginning. I declare new opportunities upon you and your family. I declare new auctions for fresh upon you 
new unctions, uh, new unctions are declared, are declared upon you and your family a fresh dew, a fresh dew of his grace, of his power, of his anointing, of his grace, of his mercy, a fresh dew, new unction, new opportunities uh, are decreed and declared, receive grace for new results, uh, results, results, results that will make everyone you've had up until now look like child's play, I mean new results, uh, dumbfounding results, uh, dumbfounding testimonies, uh, dumbfounding miracles, uh, one that will leave people wondering what has happened to you, new results, uh, new opportunities, uh, new unction, uh, new dew, fresh dew from his throne, from his heaven, from his seat, from the seat of God, one that will empower and embolden you to succeed, uh, it's a new day, it's a new dawn for you and your family, a new door of opportunity is opening unto you, or new doors, I should say, of opportunities are opening unto you. Receive grace for new height, receive grace for new height, new accomplishments, new strides, giant strides, make gallant strides, make giant strides in the name of Jesus. This is the month of August, the month of new, the month of better, the month of more, the month of a new beginning, new height. In the name of Jesus, go into this week and receive all that God has for you. Represent his purpose. Know that you've been chosen. You've been ordained. You are meant to go and bear fruit. That your fruit should remain. And if there is anything whatsoever you desire from God that is needed to see his will, plan, and purposes for your life come to fruition and come to pass. To see his kingdom come. To see his purposes enacted and established in your world, in your in whatever assignment he's given you, that you may receive answers from the Father in heaven. In the name of Jesus, it is well with you. It is well with your mind. It is well with your family. Have yourself a great day and a great week ahead. This shall be for you a great month. And so shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. Till I come your way again, I remain yours truly. Pastor George, stay blessed and keep winning.